With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I want to say thank you to the Iowa Pork Producers for coming on and being a sponsor of the Hawkeye Nation podcast. The Iowa Pork Industry, including production, processing, and packing, provided more than 141,000 jobs in 2015. That's about the total combined populations of Ames, Ankeny, and Coralville, with nearly 52% in production. And the pork industry contributed over $750 million in state and local taxes in 2015. Iowa, get this, Iowa produces a third of the hogs raised in the United States and is the nation's leader in pork production and more than 90% of Iowa's hog farms are family owned. So thank you to the Iowa pork farmer. Thank you to the Iowa pork consumer. Visit their website at iowapork.org. Pour one more beer for me. Exile means quality. So savagely. Best beer in all the land. Brewed with a loving hand. From bottle, keg, or can. Exile Brewing. E-X-I-L-E. For me. E-X-I-L-E. Let's drink. Pick up a 12-pack today. Enjoy your exile. HawkeyeNation.com, instant reacts, basketball style. Here we go, folks. We just took out Drake, 90-64. to 64. Bring on Eminem, bring on Jay-Z, bring on Kanye, bring on Ice Cube, uh, bring on Lil Wayne. I think we could take them all. I think we could absolutely take them all. Am I going to complain about beating Drake? I'm not. Am I going to be... Am I going to complain about beating a team that beat Wake Forest? That almost beat Minnesota, a team that I think is pretty good, and you'll see throughout the rest of the season. Am I going to complain about that? I'm not. Obviously, we have to make judgments on how good we are now, how good we can be in the future to make this a fun season. But we'll see. Watching, you know, Looking at that record before the game that they had up, 5-6 and six for Iowa, 0-2 oh in the Big Ten. Yeesh, okay, nightmarish. It just does not look right up there. It's like, that can't be true. That can't be right. We're up to 6-6 six and six now, Iowa is, 0-2 oh in the Big Ten. 14th, though, in the Big Ten. <laughs> 14th in the Big Ten. That's that's going to go up. That looks ugly. Um, that will continue to go. Starting lineup today, we had J-Bo at the point guard, Isaiah Moss at the two guard. Jack Nungy at the three, Bear at the four, and Cook at the five. If you want to, if you want to use those numbers, um, starting right out of the gate was I thought incredibly ugly. Two and a half minutes in, Cook, a guy we just had. I would we just don't normally get guys like Cook with that explosiveness. 
I said on the last podcast, he looks like he has springs on his on his shoes. He's just jumping over guys, slamming it down, slamming it at the rim like somebody like the rim took his lunch money, like his milk money from school. He's angry when he throws that down. But those first how many possessions with Cook, I was like, oh boy, this is not looking good. I wrote him down here and let's see the first uh, few possessions for Tyler Cook right out of the bat, turn the ball over. And he's got to work on that. If you watch football and you watch quarterbacks sometimes, we'll be watching the quarterbacks, and the quarterback will literally throw it right to the defensive back. Like he didn't even see him. That's sometimes what I'm seeing out of Cook on some of these passes. He's got to tighten that up and not be so sloppy on that because he ended up turning it around the rest of the game, which we will talk about. So that was his first possession. Then he takes a three-pointer. I don't want that out of Cook. I want you on the post. I mean, how many guys did they have over 6'3"? One, get him the ball down low, right? So he shot the three-pointer. Then he had a three-second violation. Trying to post up, they call that three-second violation. You can pretty much call that whenever you want. So when refs do that, I'm like, what are you doing here? Quit trying to be a part of the game. How, how often do you see that in a game? You can call that so many times. I'll go back and watch, rewatch the game, and I'll write down how many times they could have called that on any team. And I'm just, come on, quit with that. Then we posted him up. They stole the ball. They poked the ball away from him. That was the first two and a half minutes, and I'm going, uh-oh, this is our stud. This is our stud. This is not, go- this is not looking good. You watched him the rest of the game, posting up hard, playing hard, um, Again, a little sloppy on the passing and the turnovers. Let's look at his line, Tyler Cook's line real quick. We got Tyler Cook here. Yeah, he had he had a good game. He had a good game. 10 of 13 for Tyler Cook. 0 of 1 from three-point range. 3 of 3 from the free throw line. And if you'll remember last year, I am so glad and I want to be wrong so bad because I just didn't think he was ever going to be a good three-point shooter or a good free-throw shooter. And I think I'm changing my mind on that. His free-throw shot looks better this year. Is it perfect? Is it still – it's not definitely what you want it to be. But if he can end up being a pretty decent free-throw shooter that adds so much to this team because he's an animal down low, you've got to double-team him or or he's going to dunk over you and make you look like an absolute fool. He's our stud. He's he's the guy that puts a little fear in everybody on the other team. You've got to stop Tyler Cook. He was 10 of 13, efficient as all get out. Only four rebounds. Why did he only have four rebounds? Because Nicholas Bear took care of that. 13 rebounds for Nicholas Bear. He was all over the freaking place, just like we knew he would be. He was out, obviously, a little bit with that uh, with the pinky problem, which, which sounds funny. I, had a, I got a pinky problem, so I can't play, but I... I understand. You got to sit out if that's if that's the problem. Um, he's working on his shot. He'll get his shot back. Um, that'll come. One of four from three point range, uh, and zero of two from the free throw line. So he's got to work on his shot a little bit more. But he was all over the place on the rebounds. He had four assists, five steals. Did you see him at the head of the zone with that wingspan? And how many passes he deflected with his hustle, with his just alertness on defense I love it we cannot have enough guys like like him we just can't he's an absolute stud and I 
throw this out there just because of a, of a Ryan Bowen-esque type guy um, who had, did he have a 10-year, I want to say he had a 10-year career in the NBA. And this was a guy that when he got to Iowa, I mean, I don't even know if he could dunk. I, I've heard people say that. I, I don't remember that being the case. But he gave effort all over the court. And that's what, that's exactly what Bear does. And he can hit the three. You'll only continue to see that get better as he gets the rust off of him. Wonder if he could play in the NBA. If he could sneak on a roster and have a career like a Bowen. Because I, I think he's a better offensive player than Bowen is. Um, and he hustles just like Bowen does. But everybody knows I've got a man crush on Nicholas Bear. So, yeah, he was 5 of 12, 1 of 4 from three-point range. Uh, let's look at uh, Jack Nunge started. Didn't do too much. 2 of 3 from the field. Uh, zero rebounds, five points. Uh, didn't do a whole lot this game. That's going to happen with true freshmen. I think we all believe in him and what he can do. Isaiah Moss is a guy I want to talk about because I think there is something small that can be done to make Isaiah Moss a better player. He has to chill out. He has to calm down. I'm not saying I'm not saying take a sleeping pill before he goes on the court. I'm not saying uh, yeah maybe switch to decaf. Get off the Red Bull, the Monster, the Rockstar, whatever. Whatever our sponsor is, okay? Get off that for a little bit. I mean, you can drink that. Not You can drink that after the game. Not before the game. Calm down a little bit. Chill out. Uh, he shoots his, his outside shots a little too fast with defenders a little too close. I don't think we need that from him right now. I think if he sets, has time, 15 to 20 footer, I, I feel very comfortable with Isaiah Moss doing that. The other thing. When he pump fakes and goes into the lane and, and tries to lay it up, such like that, he's out of control. Just dial it down a little bit, and you're, you could see a huge jump in his game. And I think you will see that with Isaiah Moss because I know a lot of you, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, have watched close to all the games, even though it's been hard if you're a Hawkeye fan watching that. Um, and I heard Fran say the other day, which I love, that they will not be going to the Cayman Islands again unless you get this on TV. Thank you for looking out for the fans because it's so annoying trying to follow these games and streaming it and following it. You know, not everybody has all the money in the world and wants to pay 20 bucks for three games or whatever it was. Okay, I did. I had to. I wanted to because I was so amped for this season. And boy, was that a waste of money. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was a waste of money. But I think if Isaiah Moss could just chill out just a little bit, amp it down a little bit on offense, get a little bit more under control, you're going to see something out of him, and his game is going to jump. And I think we might have something with Isaiah Moss. Uh, four of eight, one of four from three-point range. Again, one his feet set. You know, not guys all around him. Uh, he's not that. He's not a quick shooting three-point guard. That's not what he is. But if he's open, if he's got enough space, I feel more than comfortable with him shooting that shot, Isaiah Moss. Uh, let's go to Bohannon, um, who hopefully his ankle is okay. Shot a three-point shot, came down on somebody's foot, hurt his ankle, had to go into the uh, halftime before. Oh, it was only, what, 30 seconds before uh, halftime. But I don't know if they retaped it or what it did. Who, who knows what his ankle will look like um, in the morning. I have never actually twisted my ankle. I know plenty of people that have. Some people tell me it never goes away. I mean, they can fill it years and years and years later. Um, he's obviously got the best medical staff. They'll figure it out, what to do, ice it, heat it, wrap it. Um, but he came back and played well. 
Um, so I would assume it didn't swell up or anything like that. We'll hear what Fran has to say about uh, Bohannon, but he's got to be healthy. Everybody knows that. That's the key right there, man, Bohannon. Without Bohannon, yeesh, we got some problems. But he was 6 of 8 from the field, very efficient, 3 of 4 from uh, three-point range, uh, missed a free throw, um, and then had seven assists also, getting other guys involved for 15 points. That's Bohannon. Love the kid. Um, continue to work on the defense as we have to, or uh, you're not going to – that's the name of the game in regular season, I believe, defense. During the regular season, gave a little bit of an opinion last week how I th- I've come around more to the fact that putting the ball in the basket in the NCAA tournament is more important because everybody plays defense, like I said, in the NCAA tournament, and it's so close that uh, it's the guys that can put the, the ball in the NCAA tournament. Some of you may agree or disagree. I've just come around to that opinion. So if you disagree with that, I have no problem with that. Luca Garza, a guy that I'm going to be interested to see reading Twitter, reading message boards, um, just started reading message words a little bit more, seeing what, what other people are saying. Um, saw quite a bit of negativity on him. Um, I saw that coming at the beginning of the year when I did a podcast with John Miller. I thought people were going to just hate his vertical leap. People can't get over that. They won't get over that. I tried to warn everybody he can't jump, so get used to it. He can't jump, get over it, but he uses his body well. Watch how hard and fast he runs back on defense. Um, he's even looks like he may be a leader, um, a very uh, good leader down the line. I see him talking to guys on defense when they were out of position and they had totally screwed something up. Guys that are older than him. That means something. That's a guy that's been on campus how long? And he's telling people this? That That's a leader in the future. He's not doing it as a jerk. He's saying, hey, this this was the defense that we were supposed to be doing here. Switch, whatever, you know, you were supposed to take that man. You've seen him tell people guys like that. So that, to me, I love seeing that. He was four of eight, Luca Garza was. One of two from three-point range, okay? If you followed him in high school, you know he has that range. Some of you may be surprised and going, when he's shooting threes, going, what the heck is he doing? He also had three shots. Oh, first, second half, um... 15-footers, was one of three, missed two of them, didn't miss them badly, and then ended up making the third. That shows to me that he has confidence. He doesn't lose confidence in his ability. Um, Is it irrational confidence? It's not. No, he believes in his shot, and I think he'll be able to hit that, and he believes in himself enough to shoot that. Fran believes enough. You don't normally see that from 6'11 guys, uh, that their coaches believe in them to shoot that kind of shot. He will end up being a good free throw shooter once he realizes every single time he misses a free throw, it's long. Okay, so a little more touch. A little more touch. Seems like every... I could be wrong. I'm not going to go back and watch every single game. Okay, I'm not. not going to do that, but it seems like Luca Garza, when he misses his free throw, it's long, it, it's long every time. So, uh, that's Piper. So, Piper. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um... Let's go to Wagner. Wagner didn't too, didn't do too much. Craner came in, did his thing. Um, didn't do a ton, but he, he'll come in, give you energy, do some things. Once he starts, because um, he'll hustle. Another guy. That, watch how fast he runs back on defense. So hard. He's good at rebounding on his, in terms of blocking out, in terms of using his body to get that. He's shooting threes. They're not necessarily looking real well right now, but he did in high school. I think he can eventually be a three-point shooter, and that's something. When you got a big that can shoot three-pointers, that's huge to me. 
That's huge to me. So we'll see what he can do. Again, no idea how many minutes we should give him. Um, but he does. He is a guy that can bring energy off the bench, give you things that others don't. He does have a nice little um, baby hook. He'll even do that Utah thing, that Dirk Nowitzki thing. Now, he hasn't made it yet, but it looks good. It looks soft, and uh, it's been close to going in. It hasn't It hasn't gone in, okay, so that doesn't mean anything, just because it looks good, but he's, he's close. It looks like he's got a soft shot. A little off the, you know, off one foot, fade away, Dirk Nowitzki, Jared Utah type shot um, that, quite frankly, you can get off at any moment. You're not going to get your your shot block doing that um, very often at all. Uh, let's go to Pemsel. Pemsel was back, okay, and maybe some of you didn't see this and didn't have the greatest game or anything like that, but when he came down for that rebound and he was tied up with a Drake player, got a little nasty. We talked last podcast or the last time I was with John Miller. I love to see that Pemsel, that nasty Pemsel. I love that. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see him getting technicals or anything, but he plays with that extra heartbeat. He plays with that little nasty that everybody can look at him and say, yeah, I don't want any piece of them. I can remember Charles Barkley saying back in the day, everybody knew in the NBA who the guys were to mess with and to not mess with. You know, so where they walk up to each other and they pretend like they want to fight. Charles said, no, you always knew the guy that didn't want to fight and wasn't going to do it. And it was all an act and just some fun and uh, just some smack talk. I, I got a feeling Pemsel is a guy that everybody looks at and knows. No, that's a guy that'll go. That's a guy that'll go. And I and I believe in Pemsel. So we'll see. He was two or three from the field, efficient. Uh, two or three from the free throw line. Another guy that I think um, I like the way his shot looks and will end up being a good free throw shooter. And then had eight rebounds. Eight rebounds. He's had a number of games where he's had some nice rebounds. So six points for Cordell Pemsel. Good to have him back. Um, Brady Ellingson, not many minutes. One of three. And then Daly didn't do much. So I'm not seeing McCaffrey here. Where's McCaffrey? Hmm. It's not even on here. The black and gold unites us all. But then what? Kevin the Flag Guy from Heartland Flags here. If you're listening to this podcast, you bleed black and gold. But what comes after the Hawks? For me, it's the Cincinnati Reds and Cincinnati Bengals. Nope, can't explain it. What about you? Packers and Wizards? Pelicans and Sharks? NASCAR and the Jags? Bulls, Bucks, and Chargers? Whatever flag you want, we've got it. Jump online to heartlandflags.com and shop our huge inventory of sports teams' flags. You won't find a better selection or better prices anywhere. Guaranteed. And to top it off, free shipping on all purchases at heartlandflags.com. Oh, and that Iowa flag you've been flying since the Hawks last went to the Orange Bowl? Time to step up and freshen up with a new design. Check out our Hawkeye selection when you're shopping for your other favorite team flags at heartlandflags.com, where you'll never pay for shipping. But anyway, we the, as far as the Southern game, I know some of you guys saw that. Uh, I heard some stuff, people saying I was calling him the Savior. I by no means was calling him the Savior. I was just saying, if you watch that Southern game, again, lower competition, he's got mono. And I was just t- I was just talking to someone outside. Can you imagine trying to play basketball with mono and having to have that kind of energy, playing college basketball, playing Drake, playing the Big Ten people when you've got mono, when, you play, when you're sick or when you have an ankle sprain? Basketball's fun, but when you're hurt, when you're injured, when you have mono, it's not fun. So I don't know if we're going to see what we need to see out of McCaffrey this, this year, but uh, 
if you watch the Southern game, the basketball IQ was so it's so there. The ball was so not sticky. It was so passing. He doesn't care about stats. You can just see he gets the offense like nobody else on the team with the basketball IQ is just so it's going to be interesting to see as we go further. Hopefully, again, Bohannon's ankle's good um, so that he can just come in, play some spot minutes, help out, maybe throw Bohannon over to the two. Uh, bring him off screens, get him the three, because he is just sick. He is sick of all sick from three-point range. If you think of all the three-point shooters that we've had at Iowa, you know, the uh, the McCausland's, the uh, Chris Kingsbury's, the Jocks, um, et cetera, et cetera, Utah, he was, he was pretty good. Um, if you look at what you see from him, it's, it's you just believe it's going to go in. Every single time. And it's it's amazing. And McCausland was that way. If you remember, for the younger people, maybe you don't remember, but it's Mac McCausland's son back in the day. And he shot, I want to say he shot one year 50% from three-point range. And But he's also not, he wasn't shooting, shooting it with guys in his face. And he wasn't, you know, he didn't have the fastest release I've ever seen. It was just pure, man. But Bo Hannon can get it off fast. He can get it off from long distance. And... I love it that we have this guy on our team. Uh, talking with some friends, what is going to be good enough for this Hawkeye team? Um, talking to a friend, and really in my circle of friends, family, whatever, I don't really have Twitter. I don't really have people that are super negative about this program. Um, looking at some of the message words, and you see some of the guys are super negative, super negative about Fran. Um, he was the guy that we needed at the time from Philly to kick this team in the butt, get him to where they needed to be. And that's an NCAA tournament team. Get the roster going where it, get the, his players. Okay. So he's got us there. He's got us bubble-esque NCAA tournament. Doesn't look like this year, right? What can he do to take this program further. Okay, so are you buying stock right now? Are you buying stock right now in Fran McCaffrey? Okay, as I said right now, we're 14th in the Big Ten. Six and six, so we're 500 now. 0 and 2 in the Big Ten. We're 14th in the Big Ten. That, uh, in no way did I ever think that that was going to be even close. This many games. 14, what is it? 12, uh, 14 games through. In no way did I ever think that that would be the thing. But are you buying stock in Fran McCaffrey right now? He got this program out of the gutter, out of the sewage. He got it out of there. And that's not an easy thing to do. But there are, I have to be fair here, there are coaches that can do that, that get that, that can get the guys in there to turn around the program, and then it's something else to take the program to the next level. What is the next level? You know, that's the joke. That's the joke with Dr. Tom and Lick and, and uh, Alfred and Lick and now McCaffrey. What's the next level? You know, we were wrong with Dr. Tom. NCAA tournament bursts all, every time, almost every year. Was it good enough? Was it good enough for you? Was it good enough for me? You know, I started getting a little sick of it at the end, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Couldn't stand the zone defense. Couldn't stand baiting people into shooting three-pointers. I don't know that you can do that. I don't know that that would work anymore with the, the way guys can shoot three-pointers now. It's just, it's absurd. If you go back and watch 
uh, some of the teams back in the day that shot three-pointers and how much faster, quicker, and better the three-point shooting is in today's game. I mean, you, you maybe can bring up some stats and say, well, it's not as it's not a big a difference as you think as you think. But if you watch how many guys shoot these three pointers so fast, coming off screens with guys in their faces. So I don't know if it's an equal comparison there. But are you buying are you buying stock in Fran McCaffrey? Because I am. One hundred percent. It's it's what? Buy low, sell high. Right? So we're obviously low this season, all right? Let's not get crazy here. This season, this is low. But there's some talent on the team. And I'm absolutely buying stock in him. With Weisskamp coming in next year, another guard that can hit the three, that can do a little bit of everything, that's a stud, rated high in every service. I don't know if any of you have seen him play. Then you look at... Patrick McCaffrey coming in the next year, stud recruit. Look and see where he's been rated in some of these services. It's, it's insane. He's got a chance to really, and, and you look at the players that are on the team now. He's got a real chance to do something here, and I am absolutely buying stock in Fran McCaffrey to turn this program around and do things that I think are special. What's good enough? NCAA tournament every year. Uh, four out of five years, three out of five years. We got to get a Sweet Sixteen, man. We got to, we have to get a Sweet Sixteen. Great, I I love being in the NCAA tournament. There's nothing worse, okay, than being a college basketball fan on that Sunday and waiting for your team to be called and you see Iona instead of Iowa. Okay, we've all had our our hearts uh, skip about 20 beats when, when that's happened before because we've been on the bubble before, okay? I think he can get this turned around, but you got to get more guards. You got to err on the side of getting too many guards. If you have too many guards, you have too many guards. It's a different game. It's a different game. Err on the side of getting too many guards. And then if they transfer, they transfer, but you got too many guards. So we'll see. With a somewhat healthy Connor McCaffrey coming back, with uh, Jabo hopefully, hopefully not having any more uh, ankle problems, Isaiah Moss, as I said, just slowing down. Slow it down. Slow down the game a little bit. Try a little. What's the. He's just trying too hard. He's trying too hard. He's too fast. And he's, he's out of control too many times, and he's shooting shots. I don't believe he should be shooting. He's not he's not that elite of a three-point shooter where he can shoot it that fast with that guy with guys that close to him. Okay, just fine. Take a step back, Fran. Show him the tape. That was a little bit of a force shot. They weren't, they weren't crazy force shot. They weren't insanely force shot, you know. But they were forced. When he goes into the lane, slow down a little bit. Slow down a little bit. And that could be that could be something big for the rest of the season, I think. So I think I'm buying stock in Fran McCaffrey. Absolutely, it's not even close with the recruits that we're going to be getting and then potentially getting down the road. So this has been the HawkeyeNation.com instant reacts basketball style. Much more fun doing it after a win over Drake. You know, hopefully Drake ends up being a good team. It'll be fun for you people in Central Iowa. It'll be fun to go down and watch them and 
when they play some of the better teams to see how, just how good they are competing with the Minnesota, beating a Wake Forest. Um, it'll be fun to watch if you're here in Central Iowa and be able to go watch Drake. So was this a great win? No, but I'll take it. I'll take this. I'll take this win anytime. My name is Wolfgang at Wolfgang Hawkeye on Twitter. If you got any opinions, yes, no, true, false, um, let me know on that. We'll talk to you next week.